Yes, team, how's it going? Happy New Year. I cannot believe that we are in 2024. Does anybody remember where you were when it was the millennium? I've, I've even got guys that I coach that weren't even born in the millennium. How crazy is that? Um, honestly, 2024 is bonkers. I remember 24 years ago, um, I was back in high school. I think I was in about year eight, so it must have been about, what, about 12, 13, something like that. And uh, I went to my friend Chris Todd's house, big up Chris Todd, who uh, I've not spoken to for about 20 years, but he was one of my best friends at school. And I remember us spending the millennium in a curry house, getting drunk, like all of us lads, like the parents of, you know, Chris's parents didn't care whether we drank or not. And I remember a bunch of like 13 to 15 year olds just all getting hammered, um, having a takeaway curry. So not one of my finest moments, but it's funny, isn't it? How um, it's the first time I've thought about that in probably yeah, the best part of 2024 20, years, but just wanted to wish everybody a happy new year. I hope you had an incredible Christmas. Um, and I appreciate that this time of year can be a little bit funny for lots of people. Like I've certainly come into new years in different headspaces. Some years I'm like, yes, I'm ready to smash it. Like this year I'm feeling really good. Other years I feel a bit flat. We've got the kind of, you know, the aftermath after Christmas, we've got all the food that we've eaten. We're feeling a bit tired, a bit sluggish. We're carrying a few pounds. And there's that kind of, back to life, back to reality type of feeling. Um, it can also like trigger a lot of emotions, people that aren't necessarily here, you know, family members that we've lost, friends, and it can just be quite a tricky time. So uh, I'm going to try and be as sensitive um, as I possibly can in this podcast because I appreciate it. Some people like, right, let's crush it. Other people like, well, let's just continue where we were last year, like they're in a happy place. And then some, a lot of people like really, really struggle at this time of year. So Hopefully, in this podcast today, um, we're going to share some absolute value and actually help you when it comes to your health and fitness. Because as I've said many, many times before, what supports your life and your happiness and everything that you value is your health. Because if you're not healthy, if your body is not healthy, if your stomach is not healthy, if your mind is not healthy, it's going to impact everything you do, your career, your relationships, how you view yourself. So for me, like the health is the table. And then on top of the table, you might have things like your family, you might have stuff like your friends, your career, finances, and all those things that are important to you. But if you're not in a good mental space, then basically you've got a wonky table and those things are going to start falling off so for me like health is such an important part and what I want to do just before I go into today's podcast is I just want you to pause and just think about where you would like to be in 12 months from now try and be as crystal clear as possible and think about what type of physique you would like imagine what your shoulders would look like imagine what your arms would look like your chest your back your stomach would you have a six-pack or would you just have a flat stomach something that just you just you know you turn to the side and you've got a nice flat healthy stomach what about your legs think about the shape of the legs think about what kind of fitness you want do you want to be able to do a 5k without breaking into a sweat do you want to be able to climb up a mountain or do the three peak challenge have a think about a few things that inspire you and excite you and just think about if in 12 months time you'd achieved those things and you're going into 2025 with a with a physique that you have with with fitness that you have with how good would that make you feel because the reality is, guys, like we've got to have a target to aim towards. We've got to know what we want. Otherwise, we've got nothing that's going to drive us to take action. So in this episode, we're going to talk about lots of this stuff that I've already mentioned. And the, the title of the episode is How to Quickly Drop a Stone in January Without Taking Extreme Measures. And I'm going to give you eight action steps. Now, these are action steps that I apply to myself and also with the guys that I coach as well. So the first action step is we've got to have a goal. We have to have a set target. 
If you're just saying, actually, I just want to be a bit fitter, I just want to be a bit stronger, those goals are so loose and open that there's a high likelihood that you're just not going to achieve them because it's like hitting a target, but you haven't even really got It's such a big target that what does that even mean? What does that mean to be a little bit fitter? Does that mean being able to walk up the stairs without getting out of breath? Does that mean being able to do like a 5K run? We've got to be really, really specific. So, for example, a lot of the guys that I coach, like the, the metrics are in an 8 to 12 week period, we drop six to 10 kilos. We build a bigger chest, shoulders, back, arms, pair of legs, and we want to stand out from the crowd. So we want to get ahead of everybody around us. Like we want a good athletic physique. So they're the kind of goals that I work with with clients. And as you can see, there's a specific target there. We've got a specific fat loss target. We've got a specific um, look target in terms of like, are the muscle groups getting bigger? Um, and are we going to stand out from the crowd? Again, that's showing that we've got a leaner physique um, and we're in really, really good shape. So the clearer goal that you can have, the better. The second thing we've got to focus on, the second action step is focusing on why. Why will you being in great shape impact your life in a good way? What are going to be the benefits? That could be having more energy at work, having clearer focus, therefore being more creative, therefore, you know, striking more business deals. It could be having more energy with your kids at the weekend. I know this is something that's really driven me over the last couple of years. I used to go into the weekends feeling absolutely bollocks and wiped out. Um, I would just eat loads of sugar. Um, you know, during the week, I'd be fine on my diet. I'd do all my training, but the weekend, I'd just crash. I'd eat lots of sugar. And then my kids would want me to build Lego with them or go to the park, and I just didn't have the energy. So it could be having the energy to have quality time with your kids at the weekend. It could be being able to wear a suit or a shirt and go out with your wife or your partner more and feel confident within your own skin. So we've got to really focus on why is this important? Because when you have a strong why, the how and all the other action steps will kind of take care of themselves really. But we have to have a strong driver and the more deeper we can go, the more likely it is that we're actually going to achieve it. The third thing is, and this is where we're going to get into a bit more of like the logistics of how to kind of set yourself up for, you know, a leaner athletic physique, how to kind of drop a stone in January. So let's look at the training. This is action step three. The first thing we've got to do is establish how often we can commit to training. There's no point in saying, right, I'm going to train every single day. And the reality is that we can probably only train three to four times per week. Because what we're going to do there is we're going to set ourselves high expectations. And then after a couple of weeks when we can't sustain it, we're therefore going to feel like we're failing, even though we're doing more sessions than probably what you were doing in December. So we've got to be honest and realistic. You do not need to train seven days a week. I have spent many years of being in really good shape just training three times per week. You do not need to do, you know, more than three or four sessions. Most of the guys that I coach, about three to five sessions per week. So we've got to establish how many times can we commit to training. And most importantly, we've got to make sure that we do that. And of course, there are going to be weeks where maybe you get tired, you get sick, ill, injured, injuries, etc. But what we try and do then is we either accept that the weeks are right off. And we're probably going to have four to eight weeks a year where we're are having certain events, holidays, illness, injury, all that kind of stuff that we've just got established. We're not going to train three or four times a week. But what you can do is also try and make up for the sessions that you haven't done as well. So about six weeks ago, I was ill. I missed a week of training. And therefore, I've just literally added an extra session onto my routine for the last four weeks just to make sure that I average four sessions a week because that's what's really important to me. And I know if I'm doing four sessions a week, that everything else is going to be in a much better place. I'm going to eat better. So for me, like establishing your training is key. How often can you commit to training? Stick to it. Commit to it and make a commitment to stick to that throughout the whole year. 
First of all, we've got to obviously focus on January, but I guarantee if you were to train three to four times per week with the right training program, you will start to see differences to your body shape. You'll start to notice your stomach's flatter. You'll start to notice your arms are feeling bigger, even in the space of the next 30 days. We've also got to figure out that with those sessions, what are we doing in those sessions? I mean, this could be an entire episode, so I'm not going to go too deep into it, but we've got to figure out a training split that's going to work. And the less that you can train, let's say you can only train three times a week, which is plenty, you're probably going to be best doing full body sessions, training every single muscle group, um, the legs, the core, the chest, the back, the shoulders, the biceps, the triceps, trying to hit everything, large surface areas, compound lifts, um, three times per week. If you're training four times per week, you could do like two upper body sessions, two lower body sessions, or you could do a bit of like a, a split routine where maybe you do like a push session, your chest, shoulders, triceps, a pull session, your back and your biceps, a leg session, like your thighs, your hamstrings, your calves and your glutes, and then maybe like an upper body session where you just hit everything in the upper body, or like an arms focus session. That's what I do with quite a few of the guys that I coach. So we're gonna figure out what are we gonna do in those sessions. And if your goal is to drop body fat, Let's say you wanted to drop a stone over the next four weeks. One of the best ways to do that is to lift weights because the more muscle you have, the more calories you're going to burn. So weight training is a key component when it comes to dropping body fat. And by doing that three to four times per week, providing you're doing the right exercises, that's going to make a massive, massive difference. And if you don't have, if you don't know what you're doing, get a proper training plan in place. Don't follow some app. Don't follow some YouTube workout. Go and get a plan from an expert that knows what they're doing and get somebody that's going to actually build a plan that's ready that's right for you it's right for your body shape that's right for your fitness level you know so many guys go into the gym and they do 30 sets in a workout is too much a lot of beginners you might only need 8 to 12 sets so get somebody that's going to properly put a plan in place for you so there's just a couple of things when it comes to training three to four times a week five sessions if you're feeling ambitious weight training, figure out your training split and commit to those number of sessions each week. The fourth thing is the food. Now, food, from my experience, is the thing that I find the hardest. It's also what I think a lot of my clients find the hardest. You know, It's understanding that we're going to have different challenges that come up throughout the week. We're going to have different stresses. We're going to have social situations. Um, you know, A lot of the guys that I coach have got very stressful jobs and food is a very easy thing to use to kind of cover up stress, to help you relax at the end of the day. So We've got to realize that food for most people is probably going to be the trickiest thing. But a couple of things to consider is, first of all, establishing the calories. How many calories do we need on a daily basis? Now, if you're trying to drop body fat, as a general rule of thumb, what you can do to figure out how many calories you need to drop body fat is to find your weight in pounds and then times it by 12 then you will have an answer. That's a really good place to start. Now, obviously, if you've got a manual job, you'll need to start to account for how many calories you burn an hour, and it can get a little bit trickier. But for most people, if you figure out your weight in pounds, times it by 12, and you average those calories over a seven-day period, you're going to get great results. You can also, you can, once you've got that number, you can try and stick to that each day. Or you can times that number by seven so that you've got your total calories for the week and then cycle your calories. So it might well be that you need 2,500 calories to drop weight. So you can have 2,000 calories Monday through to Friday and then you bank an extra 500 calories a day over five days. That's an extra 2,500 calories that you can have on top of your calories at the weekend. So that's, again, a lot of the guys that I do, they tend to eat a little bit less during the week because they're busy. 
and then they have a little bit more at the weekend. So there's again, there's just a couple of things there when it comes to the food side. Also with the protein, like protein, as I'm sure everybody that's listening to this knows, protein is going to keep you fuller for longer. So picking good quality foods, eggs, meat, fish, even stuff like protein shakes, protein bars, nuts, all that kind of stuff is going to keep you fuller. And if even if all you do is consume more protein, if you try and consume protein like two, three times a day, that in itself is going to keep you fuller for longer and help you get great results. Even if you don't track your calories, if all you're doing is having foods that are higher in protein and having better quality foods, you know, a bit more vegetables, even if that's just like a, a tablespoon of peas on your on your plate, just, just trying to make a conscious effort to eat natural foods, meat, fish, vegetables, fruit, those foods are going to give you more bang for your buck. They're going to be less calories, so therefore you'll be able to eat more of them. So if all you do is eat more protein and eat better quality foods, that in itself is going to make a big, big difference. There's guys that I've coached that don't necessarily want to get the extreme results. They just want to improve. They just want to get a bit leaner. And these are the kind of like general guidelines that I will use with clients. And it's amazing. I've got guys that don't track, but just eat quality foods and they get lean so uh, that's that's another way to do it although for me personally I prefer to track just because I like to know exactly what's going in my body and I do tend to find that if you were to get somebody that is just eating well and healthy versus somebody that's tracking and eating healthy the person that tracks gets far superior results just because there's just that extra level of detail also stuff like when it comes to your food like just being organized for the week looking at prepping your meals, like buying your food in ahead of schedule. Something that I did in 2023, which completely changed the game for me, was just buying my food in once a week. We go to M&S on a Saturday, we buy all our food in, I know exactly what I'm having for the next week. And what that does is it makes a commitment to yourself that the food that you bought, you're going to eat. If I go and spend 10 or 15 quid on fruit, and maybe like 50 quid on meat, I'm not going to then waste it, because otherwise I might as well just set fire to you know, the, the money that I've just spent. So by going once a week, buying all that food, I'm making a, a commitment to eat that food and therefore I'm going to be less likely to eat food off plan. So just planning ahead, having a meal plan to focus on. Again, if you don't have one, go and get one built. Get your shopping in for the week. Like try not to go to the supermarket more than like twice a week. I appreciate fruit and veg go off, so you might have to go a couple of times, but buying your food in bulk is key. And then also like potentially prepping your meals. If you're out prepping your meals, it might take you 10 or 20 minutes and the next day you've got all your food prepped. If you are the type of guy that's traveling a lot, a lot of the guys that I have traveled, they work in the city center. Then again, like that's that's a little bit different. That's a little bit more complicated, like eating out. Uh, and again, this is something that I work on with the guys. I kind of have different plans for different clients depending on what um, problems they've got or what challenges they've got. So uh, I've got stuff like, you know, um, restaurant guys, when you're eating out in Nando's, McDonald's, Costa, Starbucks. So if you're a guy and you would like me to send you the restaurant guides, I'm more than happy to do it. I think I've got about 30 different restaurants, very, very popular places that people will eat. Pret, Starbucks, Costa, um, McDonald's, Five Guys, Nando's, Pizza Hut, you name it, I've got it. Um, Domino's as well, that's another one. So if you want me to send over those restaurant guys, just drop me a message, um, nick at lapfitness.co.uk, I'll reach out on Instagram and I'll send those to you. So that's the food. The fifth thing is hiring a coach or a mentor. Now, to me, a coach and a mentor are two different things. A coach is somebody that will give you a plan. They'll give you a roadmap and it's up to you to execute it. And I have a lot of guys that I coach. I have a lot of guys that are already established. They're 
very stable mentally, and they just literally need a roadmap. They need me to put into their sat-nav how to get to where they want to get to. So that could just be a training plan, food plan, some check-ins just to make sure they're on track, and boom, they're good to go. Then I have clients that need more mentoring. Now, to me, mentoring is somebody that goes to a slightly different level. It's more about looking at the person. It's about helping them overcome limiting beliefs. And even to this day, and I've mentioned this on lots of podcasts, I have coaches that just give me like plans and then I follow them. Like my fitness coach is pretty much like that. But then I have mentors, people that I speak to, people that I want to learn from. And actually, it's, it's more of like the bigger picture stuff. So having a coach or a mentor, I honestly believe that we all need somebody to look up to. We all need somebody where we think, you know what, that guy's got his shit figured out. That could be like a physique, that could be a business, but actually having somebody in your corner is going to make such a difference. And when I look back over my 15-year coaching career, and especially over the last three years, my progress has accelerated so much just by being in the room with the right people, hiring the right people, learning from the best coaches. It's it's incredible. It's completely changed my life. My business has quadrupled. My physique is has never been better. Um, my mindset, my overall mental health and happiness has never been in a better place. And it's because I've got the right people in my corner. Um, and it's an investment. It's not an investment into the coach or mentor. It's an investment into yourself. So I would honestly say that if you are serious about this, if you have been in this position, you know, you've started the year many times before where you've started with good intentions, you've tried your best to get in shape, but for whatever reason, you've not quite made it. This could be your opportunity now to say, actually, you know what? I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to put my hand up for help and I'm going to actually get some expert advice. Because again, I think a lot of guys, like naturally, I read I read a book years ago called Men. Men are from Mars, women are from Venus, something like that. And one of the things that guys want to do is they want to fix everything by themselves. They feel like they should be able to do everything. When the reality is, like, we're human beings at the end of the day. We're, we're not robots. And a lot of guys think it's, oh, I don't want to hire a coach. It shows that I'm weak, I'm not competent. It's a total load of bollocks. Like, I'm a competent person. You know, I built a six-figure business. I've had a six-figure business for, for years now. I've been in shape for years now, but I still hire coaches because I know that I can learn more. I know that I'm better with people looking out for me. I know that I have dips throughout the year and challenges that come up, and I know that I need to rely on certain people at certain times of the year to help me and to care for me and to not necessarily, you know, they're not going to care for my life in the same way that I do, which is a great thing because you need somebody that's seeing it from a neutral position and noticing your blind spot. So for me, hiring a coach is the best thing you can do. Like if there's one thing that you do upon listening to this episode, hire a coach, hire somebody that walks the walk, that knows what they're doing and is going to give you a plan and either coach you if you're already efficient and you're already in a good place or mentor you, teach you, help you make you realize like some of the blind spots and give you strategies to actually help you overcome it. I promise you, it's one of the best things to do. You will get ahead of the curve. You'll notice how much your progress will accelerate versus your peers, colleagues, friends who are going on the journey alone. And the way I see it is like, if I was to climb Mount Everest, I would not do that by myself. It doesn't matter how fit I am, how much knowledge I've got about health and fitness, how good I think my diet is. There's no way I would embark on that task. I would I would have to train for it. I would get somebody that specifically helps me with the training. I would get a Sherpa helping me up the mountain. I would do everything to get the right people. There's no way I would have the courage to do it. 
But when it comes to transforming your body, your body is such a powerful weapon. It's such a powerful tool. People think it's easy to get in shape. I'll just go on YouTube. I'll just read this article. I'll do a couple of these exercises that I've seen people do in the gym. But the body is a complex thing. And just having somebody be able to say, listen, forget about all that noise. Just you, all you need to do is focus on this, this, and this. Like three things. That's all we need to focus on. Boom. And just watch what happens to your results. So that's the fifth thing, like having a coach or a mentor or a bit of both. Six steps. Now, again, I'm not going to talk about steps too much because quite frankly, it's dull as dishwater. But aiming to walk 30, 60 minutes a day is key. Now, that doesn't have to be 30, 60 minutes in one go. That could be five minutes every hour. (coughs) But what we're trying to do is just get up get moving. It's very good for digestion. For the guys that work on the computers at home or work in the office, I encourage them to get outside each day. Even just, even if you can only do 20 minutes, just commit to a walk each day, commit to moving, get like an activity tracker, um, you know, something like a Garmin watch or a Fitbit, you know, even just use your Apple watch if you've got an Apple watch and just keep an eye on your steps. See if you can aim for like a minimum 6,000 steps a day uh, and ideally like close to kind of 10,000 steps per day. What that will do just for like your digestion, it will stop you from feeling as bloated. Um, it will it will just increase your activity. It'll also improve your mental health, especially if you are walking outside. The seventh thing is supplements. Now, I did an episode on this a couple of months ago, you know, 10 supplements that I take. So feel free to go back and listen to that. But if there's just one supplement that I'd recommend taking in January, it would be a multivitamin just because that pretty much ticks all boxes. It would be probiotic drink um, just because, again, if you've been hammering the alcohol or hammering the processed sugary food at Christmas, which most people have done, um, then just making sure that your gut is in a good place is really important. And uh, yeah, I'd recommend the probiotic by Symbiproof. It's like a liquid drink and they do like a 12-week course. Uh, so I definitely recommend having a probiotic, a multivitamin for overall health, and then maybe even something like a Barocca. If you're feeling a bit run down, having one of those dissolvable tablets that you put in water that you can get from Tesco Boots, etc., is, is a great way to, to start your day. The eighth thing, now this is a little bit off uh, what I would usually recommend, but even if you just do 50 push-ups per day in January, that could be push-ups on your knees, full push-ups, wake up, do your 50 push-ups, have your multivitamin, have your probiotic, such a good way to start the day. It's amazing, like if you're wanting to go on a bit of a health kick, if you're wanting to establish a really solid routine, how you start the day is key. And just doing like 50 push-ups, probably take you a couple of minutes, and then by the time you've had your water broker, probably three to five minutes, what that will do is it will signal to your body, it will change the state, as opposed to getting out of bed, you know, clearing the sleep out of your eyes, kind of hobbling around the kitchen making your breakfast and not really knowing what's going on what it will do is it will snap you out of bed it'll be like stepping in an ice bath or stepping in a cold shower it will completely refresh your mind and set you set the tone for the day so doing something like 50 push-ups per day or 50 squats per day just something in the morning it's not necessarily about what it's going to do like you're not going to end up with a chest like chris hemsworth just doing 50 push-ups a day but it's not necessarily about the results it's about you setting the tone for the day and saying right i'm getting after it i'm doing 50 push-ups how many people do you think in the world do 50 push-ups before like eight or nine o'clock in the morning not a lot i'd be surprised it was like 0.01 percent so again it's about that leadership mindset something that i'm big on so yeah just to quickly recap guys 
how to quickly drop a stone in January without taking extreme measures. Eight action steps. One, having a goal, having a set target to work towards. Two, focusing on why. Why will this impact you in a positive way? And what's the cost of not achieving it? What's the pain if you don't achieve your results? Loss of confidence, how it impacts your family, your career, your mental health, your confidence when you're on the beach or wearing a shirt on a night out. Got to think about why you want it and why it's going to benefit you and what's the cost of not taking action. The third thing is training, establishing how often you can commit to training, figuring out your training split and just getting a proper plan in place, not just some generic app or some workout on YouTube, get a proper plan in place from a proper coach. The fourth thing is food, establishing the calories that you need, having protein with each meal, eating better quality food buying in your food for the week, prepping your meals. If you eat out, having a plan. Like I said, if you want me to send you the restaurant guides, just drop me a message. The fifth thing is coach or a mentor or a bit of both. Somebody that's going to give you the plan to give you the support. And also if you need a bit more help, like on the mental health side of things or habits, then having a mentor, somebody that you look up to is going to be an absolute game changer. It's the best way to get ahead. And honestly, as soon as you take that first step, you know, you will not look back. The sixth thing is steps, aiming for 30 to 60 minutes walking per day, you know, ideally kind of six to 10,000 steps per day would be great for your digestion, great for your mental health. The seventh thing is supplements, multivitamin, um, Barocca and some probiotics. The eighth thing is to do push-ups, 50 push-ups a day, set yourself up right for the day. So yeah, let me know your thoughts, guys. I hope that was helpful. I just wanted to try and keep it quite simple. Um, but I appreciate like with all the stuff that I've talked about, there might be some questions. So if you've got a specific question, feel free to reach out. And also, guys, like rather than, you know, there's, there's so much in the podcast. If all you do was listen to every single podcast that I've released, I think it's about 24, 25 podcasts, that you would get so much knowledge. I literally have people that have listened to the podcast and they say, you know what, this has helped me drop six to 10 kilos just by literally applying the tips. But they also have people that are like, you know what, like I just, this is all great. Like the knowledge that you're sharing is good. I'm taking tips, but can I just, can you just put this all together for me? Because what you've got to remember is I'm speaking to an audience of guys predominantly and your circumstances are unique. You've got different challenges. So yes, I can give you advice and I can give you frameworks that I use, but if you really want like a detailed approach and something that's going to take into consideration everything that you've got, all your challenges, all your goals, all the areas that you want to improve, whether it's certain muscle groups, then feel free to reach out to me. There's a couple of different options. We've got the kind of longer packages. Most of the guys that I coach, I work with for 12 months. We go through different phases, whether it's a fat loss phase, a performance phase, a strength phase. So the 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 average kind of time that I work with clients is 12 months, but I also have guys that do like eight to 12 week challenges. So what I'll do, is I'll put a link in the bio of this podcast, um, a link to like my website, so you can see what it's about, a link to like the eight-week physique challenge, which is for uh, a program which is built for guys that want to drop six to 10 kilos, and everything is laid out to you in black and white. This is what you do in the gym. This is how you do it. This is why you do it. This is what you need to do with nutrition. So if you want to kind of take away all the guesswork and just have a clear plan, boom then uh, drop drop me a message because, uh, yeah, the eight-week physique challenge is incredible. Um, so, yeah, feel free to obviously have a look at those links as well. And like I said, any questions, just let me know. Reach out at nick at lepfitness.co.uk or, like I said, drop me a message on Instagram. That's probably the place that I hang out the most. So just type in LEP Fitness, L-E-P Fitness or Nick Screeton. So, yeah, wishing you an incredible start to the new year, guys, and I will speak to you soon.